That's beautiful cinema. Okay. Hey, what's up? Uh, Standard Road Show, beautiful cinema. We're doing a separate recording here because, boy, we just can't shut the fuck up, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the new Hellraiser, which we saw. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be so stiff now after after, after all this recording. Um, I'll just I'll just go like uh, you're not so high on this. What are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so this is like a reimagining of the original Hellraiser, which I think is from the 80s. I forget exactly what year. Yeah. Um, which the original is a movie I really like. Um, I saw it a few years ago for the first time and was really enjoyed it. But this this new remake didn't didn't work for me. Um mm. so like just to like lay down the the very basic premise, because it, it's this is a movie that is somehow both too convoluted and too formulaic. Um I yeah. <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. I, I know. I know, I know what you mean. So, yeah, there's this, like, puzzle box that gets dug up. Uh, some This this woman uh, played by, um, what's what's her character's name? Riley, played by Odessa Bazion. Which, by the way, I should mention, I really like the cast. Like, the performances yeah. are good. It's just, I feel like it's just a poorly scripted movie. Um, but, yeah, so Riley uh, is a an addict. Uh, she's met her boyfriend through like AA um, and she's like unemployed and living with, well, no, she's employed, but her job is like, doesn't pay well. And she's living with her, her brother and his boyfriends. And uh, anyway, so her boyfriend has the scheme to like, there's like this abandoned uh, storage unit and like a rich guy owned it, but nobody is looking after it. And if they come across this puzzle box, the puzzle box unleashes uh, uh, demons, right? Like, I guess you would call them demons. Mm-hmm. And they- Well, they're the- they're the Cenobites or whatever. Yeah, that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and so they, whenever you you complete this a, a segment of the puzzle and you cut yourself, they come for you and they get you and they yeah. they take you to, to hell. Um. So yeah, she Riley gets caught up in this uh, because her brother ends up uh, being the one who gets cut and taken away, and so she is tasked with uncovering the mystery and trying to rescue her brother. And and we learn later on, uh, spoiler alert here, that her her boyfriend was in on it the whole time. He was working for the rich guy, uh, who himself, yes. the, the rich guy, is in a predicament. Um, yeah. And he needs the the sacrifices. He needs the the stages of the puzzle to be completed so he can be freed, right? Um, which, yeah, because if you, compl- if you complete all the stages, you get- An audience you with, get a gift. with God, right? That's the gift. Yeah. And so you get to pick like one through five. There's a bunch of gifts. And one of them is resurrection, um, which is the one Riley uh, was going to go for to get her brother back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that is cool. Like, I like that sort of like, I guess, mythology behind it. Yeah. The problem is that that's hardly explored at all, like in this movie. Right. Until the very end where the character is faced with that choice and makes the choice. And it's like, OK, but like there, we didn't really like dig into any of this and, and how these choices relate to the characters and like what they're going through. Like it, it felt this movie felt very um like action oriented and like spectacle oriented and really in the back half. Yeah. The back half, I would say um action, meaning not like, like combat, but like action in terms of like these characters are like, like running around to uncover this thing. And that's kind of it. Right. Yeah. I think they realized in the back half that they, had to start killing some people yes they did (laughs) yeah my problem okay so like i had never 
finished watching the original. Okay. Uh, a few years ago, my problem was that I is that I sat sat down to watch it a few years ago. I think when I last had access to Shutter. Um, but I made the mistake of trying to eat while I watched it. And oh no. Uh, yeah, I think I made it to the part where uh, Uncle Frank uh, gets his body back. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I just can't watch this right now. It's good stuff, though. Uh, yeah, so but, but uh, yeah, so I, I couldn't finish it. So then a few days ago, I was like, all right, I'll sit down and watch it. Um, and, you know, it's it's fine. It's good. It's it's more of like a haunted house movie than um, like you might think it is. Yeah, there's like real atmosphere to it, yeah. you know, where this movie is is completely void of of any sort of atmosphere. I think it just feels very yeah. empty, you know. So, yeah. So I can't speak to the rest, you know, with any of the sequels, if any of them are any good. Oh, or yeah, I can't most either. Of them are shit or, you know, what? If they explore Hellraiser mythology or if any of that's continuity, I couldn't tell you. But the one thing that both of them have in common is that they don't show you uh, the Cenobites in Hellraiser until way too late in the film. Mm -hmm. And that is such a detriment. Like it works in the first one more so because, you know, you don't know what the fuck's in this puzzle box. And I guess that works worked much better in the 80s, whenever this was like, you know, the introduction of a thing, you know? Yeah. And you don't know what what's behind every corner or what's popping out of these walls that are shifting and all this shit. Um, but here, whenever you know that it's, you know, Pinhead, right? You want to fucking see Pinhead, you know? Yeah, those some of those character designs are awesome. Yeah, and you want to see them. Like, this is not, uh, you know, Mike Myers, right? Right, right, right. Where you, where you know he could be lurking behind every corner, you know? Yeah, here there's literally a device that uh, conjures them up. <laughs> yes, so you know they're there. You want to fucking see them and you don't see them until like over an hour into the film. Yeah. And that is a major issue. <laughs> and not only that, but like I, I especially dislike the, the second half of this movie because even when they show up, there are just these extended sequences of characters like standing around and like you hardly. Mean, you mean the whole the whole plot device where they just made them stand outside waiting for them? <laughs> there's literally that. And then there's like one of them gets stuck in like a like a. um. A fence. Like a fence. And then there's like characters having these ridiculous like dialogues or even monologues and everyone's just standing around. Nothing's happening. It's it's very, yeah. it's very strangely paced, um, the back half of this movie and drawn yeah. out, just drawn out, extremely drawn out. Yeah. I was like, I was, I, whenever I saw the runtime, I was, I saw two hours. I'm like, God help us. Like why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Is why? This too the, the original is a brisk hour and a half. That's clean like, right it, there. That's what you want to see. Fe it feels like a long TV episode and it's great for it. This, I started zoning out. I was like, all right, where are we at? Oh, you, I won't even admit how many times cool. I looked at the, the clock. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, where are we at? All right. They're still at the, they're still at the house. Okay, cool. All right. Yep. Oh, the guy with the clock in his chest is... He's there. Yeah, right, he's cool. got some stuff that he's going to say now. Yep. Um, All right. Which one's he going to stab? All right. Yeah. Got and it. I will yep. say the house, the the mansion that is owned by the billionaire and is like the big set piece for the second half of the movie. Very cool in how it's like a 
like a house size version of like the puzzle box and he's got all these like moving parts and like secret sections and and closed off very underutilized totally very underutilized. (laughs) like it's funny because you say how um the original hellraiser is like a haunted house movie in a lot of ways this movie has a really cool house yeah and like does really very little with it so they spent they spend time getting away from the house to go like then they end up in a ditch and they got to go back to the house yeah. And also and that's where they are for the rest of the movie to keep ranting here. And I, I don't mean to like keep doing this, but like, so the movie starts out as an addiction story, right? Cause the main character has, is struggling with drugs and is relapsed and is, is being kicked out by her brother. And, you know, a lot of effective horror stories are, you know, like allegories or thematically like are about very grounded, like real life things and struggles, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's like mental health or addiction, or, you know, you see that kind of stuff all the time. This movie starts out as an addiction story and like really doesn't do anything with it. It it feels like a like a plot device because like um. Her, her addiction led to her brother being like taken away and like it didn't really explore much of that after afterwards. Uh, I, I kind of disagree. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like a good addiction story. No. Like, um, you know, like it's it, there's this uh, she like relapses or like she originally throws away her pills and then like quickly scrambles on the ground and picks them up and takes them, mm-hmm. you know, and that leads to her brother getting stabbed and taken um and so then they're like there's all this grief or whatever and then like later she has another opportunity to like you know grab all these pills and then she refrains and then the end of the movie is like her sort of making a choice right and that's sort of like the big theme of the movie is making choices you know yeah and like this is sort of her like saying that she's taking control and that's sort of like where the addiction angle comes into play i think Maybe you know. maybe what mixes all that up for me is the idea of this character having much agency over the situation because this is such a like a convo- unnecessarily convoluted story and it does feel like it's pulling a lot from like your typical like horror like actiony horror movie in like the the beats that it's it's hitting. Yes. It's like okay, so this this whole idea of like agency and taking control it kind of just like rang hollow for me because like they yeah you know? they have a big problem here where they realized what the box could do and what it was doing. And so they're like, okay, well, like they made the characters too rational, Mm, mm -hmm. right? So they're like, okay, well, we know this box is fucking messed up and what it's doing. So let's fucking throw it away and get out of here. So then they literally had to have Pinhead come in and say, no, 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 you can't do that. Yeah, very, very silly. So they literally had to be making it into like a game, like, you know, now I stab you. So now you have to stab somebody else. Yeah, this felt like one of the Saw movies for a bit. Yes. And to to an extent, like the original kind of has that vibe where like the Cenobites are sort of like this neutral third party, like exacting judgment in a way mm-hmm. where like they have their own set of rules and like this code that they follow, you know, where like they sort of exact this revenge and judgment on Frank. Um, and like even like even though they don't see that as a moral thing, they still do it anyway because they just wanted him back after he escaped. So they make they like strike a bargain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and here it's a similar thing where they make a deal, you know? Right. So like they have like rules that they follow, but it's more of a game to them. So it's it's kind of like Saw in a way, yeah. You know? Um, but it's not like oh you did a bad thing, so I'm gonna string you up and make you go through my little puzzles. Yeah, there's like no weight behind 
their whole their whole deal. It's like yeah. it's like they look sinister and they're sort of behind all this this gore and stuff that's happening, but there's no like there's nothing really going on there. I think that's why they had to have the rich dude. Yeah. Because in the original, the original is all about like BDSM, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like they're all leather clad, (laughs) you know, and Frank is just a big fucking pervert. Uh, And that's really what the whole thing's about. In fact, like I was watching it on Amazon because that's where it was streaming because, you know, you got to find out where everything's streaming now. And uh, whenever you pause it, it comes up with trivia. And uh, one of the like the original title for it before, like, um, the studio said that, you know, that that wouldn't go. It was supposed to be like sadomasochists in hell or something. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like it's it's obvious like what it's going for. Like, you know, you get chained up. Right. You know, and like the whole thing's about like pleasure and pain. Like it's it's so overt. Like the Cenobites in the original are like bound in leather, you know, like it's so obvious what it is. Um, but in this one, they're like more alien looking, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you have to have the rich dude talk about like, oh, I wanted to experience the ultimate pleasure. Like you need those monologues in order for it to try to like tie that back in. Yeah. And if you're otherwise, they're just. Yeah. If you're replacing that with a generic rich white dude. Right. That's never that's not it's not going to go. Right. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you had the, the the weird twink at the beginning just to like set it up which you didn't you didn't need that scene at all also the very second that his face comes on screen you know he's dead in like five minutes yeah of course yeah which is fine that's not necessarily a knock on anything yeah also can i just say that these are the worst puzzles i think i've ever seen like even in the original like this so-called puzzle box they're very easy it's quite easy all you have to do is like start turning it until it like pops out like that. It's almost like they want you to solve it. Yeah, kind of. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, this, this film like lacked, like I said, any atmosphere. It it really dragged in the second half. I, there There was no reason for it to be this long. No, no reason reason at all. And like, I know I say that a lot, but like, no, it's true. Like people sometimes get fixated on run times, you know, Mm -hmm. which like I understand, like, you know, in certain contexts, but you know, a movie should be as long as it needs to be. And, uh, this one definitely uh, went a little bit too, yeah. too far. I, I really don't understand what the point of having the boyfriend betray was. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just to, I guess it was just to make her stab him. Yeah, make, but give she, like a justification but, to, to serve him up, right? Yeah, but she almost did it anyway before <laughs> she knew. Yeah, I mean. Before she stabbed, before she stabbed the one Cenobite. Very few options in that scenario, so. Yeah, like is she going to stab the, her, her brother's boyfriend that she She's known for a good while or like the dude she's been screwing for like a month. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like the the one of the like you, you, it's again back to the whole thing, like where they took too long to show Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Like the coolest scene in this was whenever they're torturing the roommate, like where she was kind of still in that like liminal space where she's still in the car but getting tortured in the in the cenobite hallway very cool yeah i love the transition of that yeah where it's like then she's sticking pins in her vocal cords and shit Mm -hmm. like that was the best scene and like in the original you're waiting for the payoff of whenever they're gonna take and torture frank and you get it at the end and in this you don't no i I mean i guess you get that very last scene with the the rich dude but even that kind of was like okay i want this movie to end now yeah i was like all right like okay and like and even in that you don't see pinhead no he's in the he's in a weird sky box Mm -hmm. and you see his balls for some reason (laughs) 
Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wish I had more to say about this one, you know. David Bruckner, I didn't realize that he directed uh, The Night House last year, the uh, the movie uh, starring Rebecca Hall, which mm-hmm. um, Rebecca Hall was fantastic in it. I mean, she's fantastic in everything she's in, but the, the screenplay itself was rough. Mm. Uh, so if I had known that he directed that movie, I might have been a little bit more uh, cautious about suggesting this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, problem, like, it just goes back to, like, Pinhead was cool and good. I want to see more Pinhead. <laughs> was Pinhead in the original? Was that like, like practical effects? It's been a few years yeah, since I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, so I feel like that also, like there's like a an element that gets taken away in a movie like this where it's just not as effective. Yeah. You know, when you put the like the special effects on top of everything. Yeah. Like you yeah. still have you still have the actor playing Pinhead. It's uh, Jamie Clayton is the, the actor's name and she's really good. Um, mm-hmm. And the cat, like I said, the character designs are, are really cool and everything. But I just wish there was more going on behind them, you know, like. Right. It's one thing to look cool staying around, but I don't know. But then if you just make them stand around outside. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. last week we were talking about, um, oh God, what was the movie's name that we just watched a week ago? Um, f- future. Crimes of the time. Future. Crimes of the Future. Yeah. That's the the David Cronenberg. And like that movie is so full of ideas, whether or not they, they completely pan out, you know, but it, it's just, yeah. it's a movie that is so um, interested in the, uh, like the devices and all the things that it has made like in its world you know Mm -hmm. and like all the philosophical like ideas and and questions that it raises and like all the implications of everything that's going like there's none of that exists in this movie yeah like i don't really there's not much to these this cast of characters there's not much going on with the hellraisers themselves it's all kind of like about the just driving this plot forward and it even struggles with doing that a lot of the time yeah so i don't i don't know i don't want to be too negative but i feel like it's too late for that now yeah like like they bring in this rich guy and there's not even any like commentary there no other than the fact that like oh yeah he's a rich guy so he was probably weird it's like okay are you gonna go into that yeah like he's he's meant to be this sadistic psychopath with the stuff that he's done in his mansion over the years um and aside from killing the twink at the beginning you don't see that you don't see that and you also don't get that from him later on like he's just a dude that's suffering and wants that suffering to end and whatever the fuck that thing was yeah that's kind of i don't even know the like the logistics of that i don't don't understand no. what that was. Um, I really don't. So, yeah, I don't know. I watched this on uh, a couple nights ago, and I know they usually uh, watch it the night before, so it's like fresh. And I, I consider texting you and being like, maybe we should cancel this. Because <laughs> I, I, I finished watching. I'm like, I wouldn't want to put you through that, the two hours of watching it. So I, I consider right. that. But, um, you know, here we are. Yeah. I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some, especially with horror. That's what, you know, you take that risk. That's true. Um, especially with reboots. Um, I know you have probably something for next week, but. Yes, I don't. Oh, okay. I forgot. Um, so the third Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> is on Peacock. I don't know if you have any interest. Um, so uh, I would be we, watching three Halloween movies. Okay, so I could I could do that. Don't don't because mm. I haven't seen either of the previous. Two. The second one's bad. I've heard that. I've heard it's like a half baked like <laughs> commentary on like Me Too or something, which sounds no. It's a half baked commentary on like cancel culture. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, yeah. Mike Myers is like Trump. It's <laughs> it's not it's. It's it's really it's really it's why are really you bad. why do you even want to go back? <laughs> because apparently this one is even like crazier somehow. OK. And they keep saying it's the last one. It's the last one, which is total bullshit. Oh, complete. But like yeah. I, w- 
I want to see what the fuck they do. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the fuck they do. Is there any way I can just watch like the the first hollow, like the, the first and the third? Yeah. You think? You'll be fine. Okay. You'll be fine. So maybe I'll I can tell you that. the plot. I'll tell you the plot right now. Of no, the no, second no, no. One. I, well, I'll watch the first one and then I'll I'll see where I'm at. Okay. Um. Yeah. The second one's really bad. Okay. All you have to know is that evil dies tonight. Oh, boy. That sounds like a like a Batman line. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you don't know how right you are oh god <laughs> oh shit yeah we could do that i'll uh i'll sign up for peacock again for another month because there's a couple things i want to watch on there anyway just make a new account with a free trial Nah, i don't do that anymore i i um uh, yeah i don't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see what they do. Okay, so that'll be that'll be good for next week. Okay, it might be two stinkers in a row, but no, that's okay. I I, th- I feel like with that there will at least be stuff to talk about because I think the, cr- sure. the crime here is that this movie was too long and it was just like too hollow and doesn't really right. allow for much. Like I I just feel like I was just rambling this whole time about nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, which that might yeah, just be par fine. for the course for me. But no, I I think that's the case with this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. This will be good for YouTube. Sure. Yeah, 20, 25 minutes, just chuck it up there. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to check out the full episodes, uh, you can also find them over here on YouTube or check it out wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the whole nine yards. Um, yeah, you can also follow me on Twitter, Dinner Road. Check out the Facebook, Facebook comments, Dinner Road TV. Twitch.tv slash TV. We'll be doing a live show over uh, on the 28th on Twitch.tv slash TV. And uh, if you're already here on YouTube, youtube.com, uh, you can do a search for TV. Kofi.com slash Dinner Road, and you can email us anything at all, like your thoughts on the new Hellraiser. You, maybe you thought it was fucking amazing and we just missed very important subtext, video at DennerRoad.co. You can tell us all about it. That's always a possibility, at least with me. It, it, it is, yeah. I mean, we've gotten some feedback in the past for shit that we... We were very wrong about 1917. I remember that one. Well, to be fair, we all we Um, did there was, or I did, was completely dismiss that movie before actually watching it. So, which was a huge mistake. Yeah, that's true. Because that's probably like a, that's like a top five war movie for me. Yeah. Not that that I have like even, probably even seen 10 of them, but it's in the top five. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, this is in my top two Hellraisers. There we go. uh, (laughs) All right. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening.